0: Lord, send your spirit to move in our world and stir the water of our souls so that we will desire a word of instruction that awakens us to joy, the joy of your coming age. In the study of these ancient words, which are ever true, open your hand and satisfy our need. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Today's reading is from the 12th chapter of Luke. The whole chapter consists of warnings and encouragements for the disciples and for us. Starting with a warning against hypocrisy summarized in something that criminals, politicians, and we need to remember. There's nothing concealed that will not be disclosed or hidden that will not be made known what you have said in the dark will be heard in the daylight and what you have whispered in the ear in the inner rooms will be proclaimed from the rooftops. And next, there's an encouragement not to be concerned with how to defend Christian belief. And that encouragement comes with a promise that the Holy Spirit will teach us what to say at the time we need that. Then Jesus warns against all kinds of greed and tells the parable of the rich fool who builds bigger and bigger barns on the very night that he will die. says to himself, you have plenty of grain laid up for many years, take life easy, eat, drink, and be merry. Well, next Jesus tell, urges the disciples and us, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or about your body, what you will wear. For life is more than food and the body more than clothes. He points to the ravens and the lilies who are fed and clothed by God. He reminds us to trust that God knows our needs and says, seek his kingdom and these things will be given to you as well. And this brings us to our reading today, starting at the 32nd verse of the 12th chapter of Luke. You know, often I read from the New Revised Standard Version or sometimes that Common English Bible, that newest one, and recently from the Contemporary English Version, the one that the Gideons distribute now. uh, Today we're reading from the NIV, the New International Version. So listen for the Word of God. Do not be afraid, little thought, for your father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to the poor. Provide purses for yourselves that do not wear out. A treasure in heaven that will never fail, where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Be dressed, ready for service. And keep your lamps burning like servants waiting for their master to return from a wedding banquet so that when he comes and knocks, they can immediately open the door for him. It will be good for those servants whose master finds them watching when he comes. Truly, I tell you, he will dress himself to serve, will have them recline at the table, and will come and wait on them. It will be good for those servants whose master finds them ready even if he comes in the middle of the night or toward daybreak. But understand this. If the owner of the house had known at what hour the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. You also must be ready because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. <clears throat> well Lord may my words and our thoughts be acceptable in your sight, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. This is our sixth Sunday in what's called Luke's travel narrative. Back in June we started this journey in the ninth chapter of Luke when Jesus set his face toward Jerusalem, a journey that would lead him to the cross and to resurrection. Along the way, Jesus gave his disciples instructions and cautions to prepare them and us for a life of faith. A few weeks ago, we learned the wisdom of having merry moments in a Martha world. And two weeks ago, we read about how Jesus taught about prayer, telling us to ask, Search, knock, and not be ashamed to keep on asking. The first verse we read today is packed with one warning and two joyful announcements. Do not be afraid, little flock, for your father's been pleased to give you the kingdom. The caution is, don't be afraid. Anxious worry shows a lack of trust that God knows our needs and will provide for them. One preacher observed that at church we may sing, God will take care of you, but then we go home and sing a different tune, one that says, God helps those who help themselves and the rest of you gotta take care of yourselves, buddy. (laughs) Another problem with anxious worry is that fear leads us to make bad decisions. Fear focuses our attention on ourselves and it leads us to ignore the needs of others Fear kills off generosity and kindness and caring. And fear robs us of joy. Well, the first announcement, I said there were two announcements, the first one is short and subtle, is that here Jesus calls God not my father, but your father. God cares for us as his children, as people who are loved. We were not created and then deserted by God. God loves and cares for us, even now. The second announcement I call joyful is that our Father has been pleased to give us the kingdom. We did not earn our way in. We did not do something to merit it. It pleased God to give it to us. Then we're urged to share with the poor, provide purses for yourselves that will not wear out, a treasure in heaven that'll never fail, where no thief comes near. Have you ever found a wallet or a purse that would last forever? Whatever money, whatever possessions, whatever it is we accumulate in life, none of it lasts. Well, yes, I know, I've seen those ads Diamonds are forever. I even saw a movie by that title. Uh, But the diamonds are used to celebrate a relationship that usually doesn't, well, oftentimes they don't last, unfortunately. By the way, have you noticed, fellas, that when ladies go to the hairdresser for that special event they call the permanent, it is not a permanent thing. (laughs) It may last a while, a few months maybe. (laughs) But it doesn't last forever. Sometimes I think the aroma might last forever. <laughs> Y'all go through some hard times just to look beautiful. <laughs> I never have understood why it's called a permanent. Now well, I guess it, you ought to call it, you know, for a little while. <laughs> Till it grows out. <laughs> well, then Jesus says something that's often kind of turned backwards by, by preachers especially. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The way it gets twisted is to put it, to make it say, put your money where your heart is, right here in the church budget. (laughs) But look carefully, what Jesus is saying, that wherever you put your money, it will affect your heart, your feelings. What you invest in, you will value. You will see as important change where you, Put your limited resources, which are time, energy, and money. Change where you put those things, it'll change how you see things. For example, give to the poor, and you will pay more attention to the poor. Then, in the 35th verse, Jesus kind of shifts the topic to readiness and alertness. Be dressed, ready for service, keep your lamps burning. So, in what ways are you and I ready? to serve. Are we ready to see human need and see that we can do something, something to relieve that need? A friend of ours in Raleigh has, you may have seen it on the news or read about it in the paper, he saw this Pokemon Go stuff, getting people out and, you know, walking around the park looking at the phone, ready to catch the little Pokemon critters. And he said, how can we make something good out of this? And he started a a project to bring shoes for people who are homeless as part of that. He was able to see an opportunity in what some of us see as kind of a silly and sometimes dangerous kind of thing to do. Well, are we paying attention to people who are trying to reach out to us to share their fears, their doubts, their pain? Have we sought to learn skills and habits that encourage others and that build them up? You know, I, I mentioned several times that Betty used to have an office neighbor who had a sign on her door that said, everyone who comes in this office is a blessing. Some are a blessing when they arrive and some when they depart. <laughs> <laughs> have we built the kind of skills that, so that we are a blessing to others? Are we dressed for service? Well, Jesus uses two images then to convey the need for the disciples then and now to be prepared, alert. First is the metaphor of the servants being ready for their master to return from a wedding banquet. One of those things you never quite knew how long it was gonna last, so you didn't know when they were coming back. But this little parable ends with a surprise because in that really brief story, the master doesn't return to be waited on hand and foot but the master serves the servants who were there waiting and ready. And secondly, there's that image of the thief in the night. This notion is used elsewhere in the Bible, in 1 Thessalonians, 2 Peter, Revelation, several times the metaphor of the thief in the night is used to describe the coming of the day of the Lord. Well, don't overthink this. Jesus is not the thief in the night, but like the thief. And like the master returning from the wedding, his return, his arrival, (coughs) is at a time that we cannot predict. I have all kinds of friends who read signs in the Bible and things that are going on in the Middle East and they're sure the end times are coming. We don't know. We know they're coming, we just don't know when. So you and I need to be dressed for service and alert. Like the foolish man who built bigger barns and said to himself, eat, drink, and be merry, we do not know when our own end is coming. And like the burgled homeowner, we don't know when we'll need to be especially alert. So we need to live all of our life in the expectation, in the hope of Christ's coming, Christ's return. So are you dressed for service? Are your lamps lit? Are you ready? Anybody know what time that thief's going to arrive? We don't. Thanks be to God. Go out to share the good news with a world that really, really needs good news. The good news is that Jesus Christ has come to help us, to save us, to set us free. So now may the God God who is the creator Christ the savior and the holy spirit our advocate guard you going out and you're coming in and be your strength and help in every time of need